Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 806 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great uh, question today from Matthew, but before that, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is Design Crowd. All right, so real quick, if you're stuck on how to design your logo or develop it or you know get your website up and, and how it's going to look and your business cards or anything that needs design help, I would highly recommend checking out Design Crowd. Design Crowd is a website that helps businesses crowdsource custom graphics from over 500,000 designers worldwide, and uh, you can get the perfect custom design every single time or your money back. So check out designcrowd.com forward slash askpat to learn more and download your free guide to crowdsourcing great logos, graphics, and websites for your business. And you can get $100 off your next design when you enter the promo code askpat. Well, hi, Pat. My name's Matthew. I'm a longtime reader and listener. In fact, I began with you by listening to session one of the Smart Passive Income podcast many years ago. Thanks so much for all that you do. My question today has to do with online business metrics and developing routines around them. There are so many performance indicators we can pay attention to when we run online businesses pertaining to our websites, mail lists, advertising campaigns, and even social media strategies. Some of these are unique visitors, page views, bounce rate, opt-in rate, conversion rate, authority, load time, keyword rankings, views, likes, engagement, and all of that. Really, it goes on and on, doesn't it? As entrepreneurs, we have to prioritize. So what metrics do you find the most important? Which ones really reveal something actionable you can do to improve performance? What are your top tools to monitor performance? And what are your daily, weekly, and monthly routines pertaining to them? And finally, what do you look at yourself regularly? And now that you've got a team, what do you delegate? Again, thanks for everything. Looking forward to your comments. Hey, Matthew, thank you so much for the question. This is a fantastic question because you're right. There's absolutely 100,000 things we could track. And if we tracked all of them and we gave equal priority to each, uh, we would get nothing done. So here's what I do. And yes, it does help now that I have a team and I can delegate some of the stuff to them in terms of keeping track of you know, how keywords are ranking and traffic generation and all that stuff. But I'm going to start uh, with what I feel is most important, and that is sales. So if you are selling anything online, that's obviously something you want to track, you know, to make sure you're starting from from the end goal, right? So starting from sales, what are your what are your dollars, making sure those trends are going up? I think trends is going to be a word you'll hear me say quite a bit because you always want those trends to go uh, higher or, you know, depending on what's positive, lower. Uh, and then also the conversions into those sales. So if you have a sales page, for example, and that's where people are actually clicking to buy things, you want to check the conversion rates on that. If you have emails that are going out, what are the conversion rates on those? And make sure people are clicking on those. Wherever there are points of sales, track the conversion rates because the conversion rates more than traffic can sometimes give you that edge in terms of actually increasing your uh, your 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 bottom line. And you know you can you can add more traffic, but if the conversion rates aren't there, well, you're kind of wasting that traffic, right? So starting at the conversion rate is going to be really important. So conversion rates into sales pages and sales and things like that. That's really important. The other conversions that are really important is what drives much of that traffic to those sales pages, what I feel is really important, and that is your email list. 
So the growth of your email list, is that trending? Where are people subscribing to the most? Are you keeping up with uh, adding new elements to, to start to scale your email list growth even more? And of course, are conversions on those pages or lead pages that you set up actually working? Are you doing things like webinars? If so, what are, what are your uh, conversion rates there? If you're running ads to those webinars, what are your conversion rates there? Again, conversion, 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 and also trends, trends, trends. So we talked about sales, we talked about emails, and then the other thing that I would talk about is obviously traffic, but not just traffic, specifically in what I feel is really important is organic traffic. About 44% of my traffic comes from organic traffic, and I'm tracking it heavily in terms of what keywords are bringing in that traffic. Um, obviously, there's a lot of long-tail keywords that can bring in uh, traffic. I would say even, even more than 50% of my organic traffic is coming from long-tail keywords, so not just specific keywords that I'm ranking for, but keywords that are uh, very long, three plus words that are just found through random searches. Maybe there's one or two or 10 hits for each of those, but combined, it actually adds up to more than the organic traffic for the keywords that I actually am targeting. Now, with the ones that I am targeting, I'm tracking ranking. I'm using a tool called Google Search Console, which was previously Google Webmaster Tools, and that's completely helpful. Hopefully, you're all set up with that, um, but make sure that if you're not, you go to Google Console, you set that up, you verify your page, and you can start tracking. That's where... Um, better than Google Analytics, you can get an idea of what keywords people are searching for, the click-through rates on those keywords, your position on your Google search result page for where you're at. For example, at this current time that I record this, right now affiliate marketing is a keyword that my uh, page ranks number seven for. And I'm getting 2,400 clicks per month from the word affiliate marketing. So my team now knows, okay, that's a great opportunity because we're on the, we're on the first page but we can climb higher and we're already getting 2,400 clicks from seventh position. Imagine what we can get in the third position. So we're keeping track of that and um, things are in place to hopefully make that happen. I actually hired a guy named Sam McRoberts uh, from Voodoo Marketing who is helping me with SEO and making sure all the holes are plugged and everything is great. So hopefully we'll be able to track and see that that thing goes up and thus we'll be getting more organic traffic and whatnot. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a big easy overview. Uh, monthly routines, yeah, I only check these things maybe once or twice a month, uh, once every 14 days, um, trying to do that more on a methodical basis. But in generally speaking, it's it's about once or twice a month. I used to check these things every single day, and that, that stuff will drive you crazy. You know, you need to give it time to set these trends so you can then make informed decisions on what to do next. If you check every single day, you're, you're just wasting time, you know. Now, if you do have a launch coming up or, or promotion and you want to see how they perform immediately, well, then, yeah, obviously, have at it. Go check the stats. But for now, just try to keep it regular. Don't worry about it too much. Worry about providing value, generating content, and then, keeping track and checking in with yourself with these uh, values over time. Uh, you mentioned a lot of other things like likes and engagement and shares. I mean, that, that's kind of important when it comes to, well, how strong are your social media posts, but I wouldn't worry too much about those. What really needs to happen overall is just you're providing value. I think if you provide quality value and unique value, all the numbers are going to go up over time, and then you can start making informed decisions in terms of what holes to plug. 
Um, so yeah, hopefully that helps out. Just a really quick overview, Matthew, but thank you so much for the question. I appreciate you. I want to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. And for those of you listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com and you can ask right there on that page. I also want to give a little teaser for next week, uh, next Monday, actually, this coming Monday, my new course, Smart From Scratch, is going to go live and that'll only be open for about a week. And so we're going to take a number of students there, however many want to join, and then we're going to close it up and then uh, reopen it much later in the year. So if you want to get access to it now, put your name on the wait list, head on over to smartfromscratch.com and uh, sign up there. If you're just starting out, it's going to be the perfect course to help you validate that business idea to make sure that you are on the right path and uh, getting started on the right foot. Thank you so much. Smartfromscratch.com is where to go. And now to finish off, here's a quote from Lejos Kasich, and that is, the father of every good work is discontent and its mother is diligence. Actually, that's slowly becoming uh, one of my favorite quotes. So um, the father of every good work is discontent, and its mother is diligence. Love it. Thanks, Mindy, for that quote. Uh, She researched and found that one for me. And thank you all for listening, and I appreciate you, and I'll see you all in the next episode. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.